Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. We are concluding our theme um, today. Our theme which has been a blessing to us for the month of July, which is titled Greater. Amen. Because God is greater than anything that you can ever experience, anything that you can ever be, anything that you can ever have in life. God always remains greater. We said when we started in our first week that God is greater than people. And second week we said God is greater than Come on, class. God is greater than God is greater than kingdoms, which is which are places of power. And last week we said God is greater than God is greater than wax. Anything that you can produce with your gifts, talents, abilities, which must be greater works that God has called us for but God remains greater than them. We must not worship the works of our hands. Amen. Hallelujah. Because at the end of the day, it is God who gives us power uh, to make or to generate all of those things. Are we together, Bazaran? Now, today, we are going to be focusing on God is greater than pain. Any kind of pain that you can ever experience, God is greater than that pain. We just want to see how can we shift our focus from pain to his power. Because sometimes the amount of pain we go through hinders us from receiving from God and allowing his power to be at work because sometimes we're focusing on this pain way too much. And many of us um, actually hoping that there will be a time where we will not experience pain. Hmm. Turn with me to the book of Psalm 71 verse number 19. Or you can read from the screen if it's readable. Tinamanye amesowe to say one tandugut as kumbu zaguti. Yay! Once upon a time, sagasa bonagash. When you renew it, I was licensed in the eye test. So, utilo sisi gimi, we are father laying down. Anything 
in denial kodwa uiloya uhambile ngathi hayi at some point uzovela ngathi hayi ngirobha mhlambe uile yanda noma yinde levela la ya uyaphenduka ati file usho wena ukuthi ungapha or ungapha eh mina makavela kapha ngathi eh phezulu phansi phansi phezulu ngathi yeyi hayi kodwa ke uzolunga amen Psalm 71 verse number 19 says Also your righteousness O God is very high You who have done great things O God who is like you You who have shown I mean I want us to take note here the psalmist is just declaring the greatness of God and usho izinto unkunkulu akwazi ukuzenza nazenzile empilweni yakhe akayishile muzi uthini uthi you i mean kube bekuyimbe ukuthi you who blessed me with a car you who blessed me with a house you who blessed me financially you who healed my sicknesses but listen to what he says you who have shown me great and severe troubles not the devil not demons god says you who have shown me great and severe troubles shall revive me again and bring me up in other words or umponsisa spoke ne marge you will revive me uh, the niv puts it this way though you have made me see troubles many and bitter many troubles and bitter troubles resulting in a lot of pain then he says shall revive me again and bring me up again from the depths of the earth verse 21 you shall increase my greatness say increase my greatness say increase my greatness so in most cases pain is preventing you from experiencing increase in your greatness it says you shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side father in the name of jesus speak to us this morning our hearts are opened in jesus name amen we said there are many spheres of greatness platforms that allow us to discover how great we are and experience our greatness in those different spheres and the first one we said it is the sphere of people there are great people everywhere right uh, they are great in life they are great in families like that uncle malumatsona and uh, they are great in their callings career you know uh, business whatever it is that they are called to do all of us we are challenged to desire to be great in those areas and of course we said there's also a sphere of greatness in as far as kingdoms are concerned there are many kingdoms that are in existence good and bad and all of them they are fighting for greatness they are fighting for space and the enemy or the devil will not play he will not sit down and allow other kingdoms to be greater he always wants to be greater as well sisonke bazalwane and number 3 we said 
especially last week, there's also a sphere of greatness in terms of works. What you produce in life will make you great. Today, we know of Steve Jobs. Uh, not because his name sounds good, but it is because of the iPhone that we are using today that we are obsessed with. It is because of the MacBooks. It is because, especially in this church, you must pray for them. There is that demon of Apple products uh, that is, is, is uh, ravishing. Uh, we are just praying for others to get the revelation that it's not the Apple from the Garden of Eden. This one is safe. Amen. Now, um, and we know of um, South African was correct. What's he? Elon Musk, what I am, I am an American who was born in South Africa. is the richest man. Says it, he's South African. So Elon Musk, we know him because of Tesla, you know, um, and so forth and so on. So what God has anointed you to produce with your hands can make you great. It's a sphere of greatness. So tata into because it will make you, you, you will be known because of what you are producing through your hands. Are we here? But there's also another sphere of greatness which is called purpose. It's a sphere of greatness. And this is where we understand, Ugote, we are not here by mistake. As a matter of fact, the reason why God saves us, the reason why God wants us to be born again and to be saved. It is so that we can discover the purpose that he has for our lives. In other words, what he had in mind when he created us, the reason for our existence. So when we are born again, our eyes are opened. And that's why we must not make a mistake of thinking that salvation is an end in itself. But salvation is the means to an end. It's the beginning. It does not end when you come to the altar call as if after that, then you are patiently waiting for Jesus to return and there's nothing else. But you need to see your salvation and new birth experience as the beginning where God is now going to finally say, here's what I have created you. And now you have access to the grace, the anointing, the blessing, the favor to enable you to fulfill or to pursue this purpose that I have for your life. The book of Timothy teaches us that, that he saved us. He saved us. God saved us and, and called us with a high calling. And not according to our works, but according to his purpose. So God does not necessarily call you because of the great things that you are able to do, but simply because he has the purpose in mind. As a matter of fact, the reason why you are able to do what you are doing, it is so that you can fulfill his purpose with the gifts, the talents, the abilities, the intellect that he gives you, where you are born, and, 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 and so forth and so on. All of those things are supposed to work towards you fulfilling his purpose. It's all about his purpose and the purpose that God has for each and every one of us has an appointed time. No matter how 
you know, great. It can be overwhelming. It can be at times. And no matter how others can see it as something insignificant, God has appointed time for your purpose. That's why there's no need for you to compete with any other person. God will always allocate time. When someone else is succeeding or prospering in their purpose, they are not taking away from you. God will make time for your appointed, uh, for your purpose, for the purpose that he has for you. God has already ordained and appointed where you become relevant in society. Where after you have discovered what is it that God has called you for. No matter how, you know, the market, if, we, if, if, if I may call it that, no matter how overpopulated the market can be, God will appoint time for your purpose to find so there's space for you there's space for you the bible says so that for every purpose under the sun there is an appointed time and god will make it great in its time he will make it beautiful in its time so don't put yourself under pressure don't compete with anybody else don't be jealous when someone else prospers there god does not take from you to give to others discover yours work yours Wait for God and God is definitely going to open up doors for you at an appointed time. And his purpose, number two, for your life can never be stopped. It can never be prevented. It does not matter how much people can hate you. It does not matter how much they can criticize you. It does not matter, you know, there can be 11,000 witches waiting to bring you down. But let me tell you this. If, God, if you discover God's purpose for your life and you have a relationship with him, his purpose for your life can never be stopped. Job chapter 42 and verse 2 says, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. So if God has a purpose, it can never be prevented by any force, by any power, by any level of hatred and jealousy. Whatever it is, it can never, it can never prevent the purpose of God from being fulfilled. Because sometimes people will look at you and, and tell you, you know, but That's why the Bible says So you need to focus and believe more on the blessing that God has released on your life more than the person God holds the same view. Simply because And they are expecting Because And God is not going to ask for permission when he wants to bless you. When God wants to, it doesn't matter how much you can hate me, but when God wants to move in my life, he's not going to consult with you to check if, are you okay with me blessing so and so? Are you, are you fine? Are you comfortable? I'm about to give this one, this door. I'm about to... Are you, is it okay with God is not going to negotiate 
with anyone. God, whatever he wants to do, he, the Bible says he will do what he pleases because he is God. So don't let people make you feel like you, 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 you need their approval for God to move in your life. No matter what view, what opinion they can argue and come up with strong debate and argument of how much you don't qualify to be blessed by God. But once God decides, I'm going to bless you, God is going to bless you. That's why he said to Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. It's a decision that God has, he has already made. I'm going to bless you, he said. I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make your name great. But take note, he says, I'll bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. In other words, those who will attempt to interfere, they will have me to deal with. So that's why in your life, never interfere with anything in a Sanjas Because you will be fighting God Himself. So no matter how much you feel about a person who's over strong, get over yourself and allow God to do what He wants to do. That's why we waste on the moon because. You just couldn't understand how can God and unkulunkulo fanayo lo thandaza kuya wena lento ayibusisa loya eh wena lo kuya ithandazela everyday i feel mase uthi uyibona kuloya basalwane iba right getel inhliziyo because uzoshona ushoniswe esibusiso somunye umuntu sikuhame esibusiso somunye umuntu the very same thing that's why little bible even no misita sakho little rejoice not when your enemy falls, listen to Little lest the Lord takes whatever it is in the So even the person you hate, when they go through trouble, don't celebrate. Don't. It's like, look the other way. Rather not comment. Look the other way. Because God wants us at all times. Their heart must be pure. No good valley. But deal with yourself and pray for them and be like, oh, sure, I, I wouldn't wish that to anyone. Because at the end of the day, because God does not borrow from someone else. Does not take from someone else. to process. There's enough for all of us. That's why we are joined as with Christ. There's enough for, for everyone. In fact, 
because this is how you are also going to prosper. God is just simply trying to show you with my hands again. So now you have a better chance. So Iba right. Tell your neighbor and say Iba right. Be like a little child. When you see a Christian brother buying a car, celebrate with them. Give them money for petrol. Yes. Say to them, let me be the first to put fuel in your car. Wow. Jesus. Genuinely so. Unome anything. Wow. Why? You are sending God a sign. You are going appreciate this in this thing. You are going to appreciate this in this thing. You are going to Look at the bigger picture. Look at the bigger picture. staring I don't know why who So comment on my pampa. Unalona. Ah, good man, Jim Bonagati. Are you alignment? When I'm away, I'm busy motor alignment. Just be happy. Just be happy. Just say to yourself, Wow, God is moving in your life. And I know that if He is moving in your life, He is in the neighborhood. So, in other words, I am next in line. Celebrate with someone else. As you can learn to your pilangati, she says, Hokwin. As cool again, Bazaar, let's just be happy. Let's just be happy. Just live a, a strife free life. Be happy about someone else. You are a monitoring spirit. Monitoring, Gonzala and Pilonia law. You are commenting. You 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 are comment. No wonder. No wonder, because many of us we criticize things we are praying for. Today, God bless me with a car. Someone else buys a car. You are criticizing it. How can God? I analyze. I right. So 
God's purpose for our lives can never be withheld by anyone. No matter how level of hate they can bring your way, can never be stopped by anyone. However, this does not mean that when you are pursuing God's purpose for your life, you are not going to be challenged. You are not going to be met with onslaughts, opposition. Anyone who makes a decision that I'm going to pursue God's purpose that I've just discovered, let me tell you, you are going to be challenged. You are going to be opposed. You are going to be disappointed at times. You are going to be rejected at times. People are going to talk about you at times. I was saying to them, Epinoni earlier, that if you want to be great in life, and forget about greatness. Because people are people. People are always talking. People are always commenting. They are philosophers of life. They understand how life is supposed to work. So they qualify to comment almost on anything that is happening in your life. But let me tell you, let me give you a warning. Even as we are believing God for greatness, know this. People talk about great things. People talk about great people. If they don't talk about you, it means there's nothing significant that you are doing. But if you want to do something, let me tell you, somebody once said that if you don't want to be talked about, go and sell ice cream. Forget about greatness. Forget about leadership. Forget about being great. Forget about being significant. Do nobody will talk about you. Nobody will even think about you. But you cannot afford, and I know sometimes people will say hateful things. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you know what? Let me tell yourself that God is greater than the pain and the trouble that I am going through. The opposition that I am going through, God is greater than it. Look at the bigger picture. Are we together? How often People have been talking, they are talking, they are still going to talk. I don't know why, I want money at times. Have you ever asked yourself, Why? There are people who find joy in giving an impression that they know you. Mm. Like, as far as they are concerned, in fact, they can tell you more about you. Wow. Wow. I mean, is that me? I didn't know I'm that powerful. It's like, wow. I, I didn't see myself like that. And I thank God sometimes when people gossip about you, they tend to throw in things that you did not see about yourself. And you're like, I did not know I affect you that much. You, di- you give me too much credit. And, and they find joy, 
because unabantu who will never be taken serious anyway until guba nente pateka yabeza na yabo so muntu makeza nente pateka any day ka Jacob phakathi that's the only time your circle can take you serious ngobukhuluma ngomuntu vele abaqakekile ngayo ukuthi but they are trying to figure him out manje nangu you are trying to take them out of their misery now now you are giving them the impression the goal here is not really to criticize Jacob but the goal here is so that these ones can take me serious that's why it's important not to allow people to bluetooth you because bluetooth and they ring echo o kitchen me na learn to echo But here's what I like, Bazalwan. We, we, even in the midst of things, you see, in life, when you are, <laughs> I said this at Pinonixin, and I hope the audience are right, Nizong Tan. Pegan Bazalwan. Mahabe, we are Tanda Zamanji. Utanda Zeluguti. Upile a trouble, pain free life. Forget about it. There will never be a day where you are living a problem-free life. In life, there will always be challenges. You solve one, sasak veleng. You solve veleng, sasak veleng. We are pola ngapa, ukula ngapa. Upole la imala iko. Ube ne mali utando liko. Ube no tando mshata uko. It's like. This life is always going to be full of things and if you are praying that God please help me to live a pain free life you are praying God answers prayer but not such prayers if you don't believe me ask Paul the bible says three times he asked the lord this is an apostle I'm far away in terms of rank I'm far away from Paul this is the man who wrote half of the new testament he prays. The Bible says three times he asks God, I have a thorn that is giving me pain every day. God, I am praying as your apostle. I have raised the dead. I have prayed for the sick. I've casted out demons. I've planted churches. Remove this pain from me. The Bible says until he also gave up and, and be like, you know what? He, the only reply was my grace is sufficient. If you don't believe me, ask Jesus of Nazareth. The Bible says he prayed for hours, praying one and the same thing. God, but after hours of prayer, he changes the, th- the, the tone. He says, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Because he realized that God is not going to budge. His purpose was for him to go and die on the cross. And it's not going to change because Jesus is asking for it. So sometimes the pain you are going through is necessary for you. And God is not going to take it away because it's for your own benefit. If you don't believe me, ask Joseph. That after God gives him a dream of how great he was going to be. And yet he allows his brothers to sell him. First they try and kill him. And before they try to kill him, they hate him. His own brothers. They hate him. They mock him. When he shows up, they say, look at that dreamer. And, and until they decide, they say, 
they throw him in the pit. And God gave him a dream that he's going to be great. I mean, there was an easier way of doing this thing. And God said, yes, you are going to be great, but I'm not going to take away the, the, the process that you are going to go through. As if it was enough when he comes out of the pit, he goes to the, 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 the palace as if man just always gets a promotion and he gets accused of rape. Thrown into prison. Oh, where is God all the time? <laughs> he says, you are going to be great, but I'm not going to take away this process from you. It's necessary from, from, I mean, there are many other ways that God can choose to give you things and do things for you. But I don't know why does God sometimes allow things for, to, for them to happen in our lives. That's why I appreciate the psalmist. As much as you are great, you have done great things, oh God. But you have also showed me great troubles because sometimes God will allow you to go through. I mean, let's look at Daniel. Throws him, they throw him into the lions. I mean, God, there's a safer option. Just kill these people before they throw me inside the lion's den. Just kill them. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, there's an easier way. Just deal with them. Lightning, before I get, uh, you, you don't have to, you don't have to allow me to get into the den to show your greatness, right? You can show me your greatness before, but God decides, I'm fine. Can you imagine all along we are praying, you're asking God, I'm sure you have prayed for prayers when trouble is very far away from you. I don't know if you can still pray in tongues with a lion next to you. Just, just, just analyzing. Well, analyzer and, and the Bible says, God, the angels came and shut the mouth of the God, don't shut the mouth of the lion. Just don't, just don't let me be thrown in. Kill this lion. Alright, If you don't believe me, ask the three Hebrew boys. I mean, I mean, I mean, which is God's commandment. And the Bible says they are, they are making the fire seven times more. God does not say God does not say I'm going to strike them with lightning just to show them. He allows them to be thrown into the fire. So there's a certain level of pain that God is not going to take away from you. But this is what he says. He says, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. He says, when you go through the waters, I am going to be with you. One thing I can promise you. One thing I can promise you. That's why David says, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because for as long as God is with you, that's enough. Romans 8 verse 28 says, We know that all things work out for the good of those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. Those who are called according, those who are called according to his purpose, they are going to be faced with things. And those things come in different shapes and form. Your thing might not be my thing. Your, your, the intensity of your thing is not going to be the same in terms of intensity. I mean, there are certain people when they go through stuff, I'm like, yee. 
better than better them than me. But this is where God says, My grace is sufficient. It says, All things work out bad. Here's the translation I like. It says, In all things, God will work things for your good. So, in other words, as you go through things, do not look at them as things that they are going to kill you. Look at them as things that God is going to use. To strengthen you. To use. To cause things to. Look at what Joseph says right at the end. will expect you to help them. The enemy meant it for evil. But God used it for my good. It's the, the same thing. The, the, the same thing. The same thing that was meant to kill me. God did not look for different ingredients. The, the peat counted for something. The, 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 the palace counted for something. The prison counted for something. Yonke lent Ungulungulu orchestrator because so, so in other words, Ungulungulu le kengen. Eti, my funuguk mixer somewhere. My tibana nentaba, aiti imala, besiti, ntabasuga, besiti, besati jul. Ungulungulu uile kengen, ezoti, my tibana nentabit. Lalel, so, so fine kupu elentaba, ne? So, maraminang zokniga manji with the kupu. Mara, so fine. So, uzong tolangale, ne? Uzong tolangale, marminang unkulungulu, nyawaz guti, giving up and giving ale at the same time. So, but when I go find the kupu, yabo, moba angegan guazu guenzu go to operate in jingam, yabo, when I go find intense guenzu lion, zokniga manji, or go to kupu, marafine lu kupu. Besayumanga, la diosa. Besuya katalin de lenezo zokvagashela, si, eh. That's my God. I'll be wasting my time because God. Once he has decided to do something in a certain way, he's going to do it like that. Even not just ten angels, just strike everybody down. So himself, what because 
Father, I pined this pain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, Konenya finally we turned Zele, but Konenya and Jesus. Instead of Prinisawen. Upon Uti three times. I tell him Kosyamako said, Baba, Lento, Leva Lang Klaas and I said, I'm doing it. Mang Shumayel. Yabo, Kunezinto, Unkunukulu, no matter how great you are, Aishia, just to humble you. Uti. Because even your faith is not on the basis of what God is doing in your life. God can do for someone else into now if Paul Akala in one of his epistles. Although we are Poor, yet we make many rich. Indirectly, Uti, let's introduce his Fisayo. Abanya Mayas, a basso, Elum Tandas, a spark Tandazel, Zenzeg. Wanga to a busy meeting, no good, no more. You need to cooperate, Cock, Pell. Ale. I'm not your born and Abu Bayas, a bass funalism, Yabatandazel, a bass tall. So now again, no one shilly one yan Greatness attracts pain. Greatness will always attract pain in your life. Because once you discover and fulfill, or attempt to even fulfill God's purpose for your life, number one, it will provide an opportunity for you to grow. When you are pursuing God's purpose for your life, there's a lot of growing that must happen. There's a lot of maturing that must happen. And that growth that leads to greatness is a process. Take note. A process that involves pain. That process is not pain-free. That process involves pain. So if you want to grow and be great in your life, in your calling, in whatever it is that you're doing, you can never Avoid pain. You are going to be betrayed. People are going to talk about you. People are going to criticize you. You are going to be rejected. You are going to be disappointed. You are going to be hurt. It's part of the process. It's part of the journey. How, how do we wish that even as leaders, we can f- always find people who will cooperate. People who will always love us and be loyal. But it does not always the case. Sometimes, ushala, as a leader, as a pastor, ushala nabante sunduen, uba pastor, uba abafundis babo, ube waz, hudbatin ngawa. Sometimes we pastor in communities. We lead in communities where we know what people are saying about us. So if you think that your journey is going to be pain-free, you are going to miss out on the power that is produced by pain. So sometimes the sooner you accept 
that pain is part of the process and and pain is the process that is needed to place you in a position where God is going to do what he wants to do in and through your life. So you can never avoid it. You can never bind it. You can never rebuke it. You can never cast it out. It's part of the journey. It's part of the process. I don't know how is it going to come. I don't know when is it going to come, but it is going to come. From time to time, you are going to be faced with situations where your friends are going to reject you. Your, the very people that you thought loved you and they have your, your best interest at heart, sometimes they will do things that will shock you. And you will say, out of all people, Mara, Uzotwa. No, listen, my friend, don't, don't confuse yourself. Don't confuse yourself. It's a given. Even not Jesu. When one born with Jesu, tell a pansa, hey, Marazan, understand what you does. And what you does, yes, when you participate, and what you does every day. I mean, what you does, not a thing as an amsiza, you know, a to pumen geleni, nitting anointa, you know, a loyasis atung anointia inyao, you know, what you does, what is wasting my lingaza yas, and I'm kazel, and I'm berelagate. And I thought you understand, understand in Amshanjuti. No, Jesus did not bother about people who accused him about he is using demons to cast out other demons. You don't see him call a board meeting and say, Mara Peter, and that's how God anoints me. John myself. You know, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. You don't see him say that. You don't see him say that. As a matter of fact, others, he used to stop. Why? Because he had a bigger purpose to be worried about. He had a cross to go to. He had a devil to overcome. He was not going to waste time complaining about gossipers, about people who have no clue about where you are going, where you are coming from. What is it that God has said to you? Let me tell you, fix your eyes on Jesus. The Bible says the author and the finisher of our faith. Don't don't worry yourself about people who are gossiping. Let them gossip. And continue to be a mystery. One thing I can advise you to do, build. You see, you cannot out-gossip building. Results. You cannot out-gossip them. While you are talking, I'm working. While you are holding meetings, I'm working. That's the only way you can build your life. Just build your life. Greatness will always attract pain. It's part of the process. Without that pain, you will never get to where you want to go. Listen, let me, let me show you this. The Bible says, <laughs> it's not the Bible, it's, it's this man called Gabor Mate. He says, the attempt to escape from pain is what creates more pain. Many of us are stuck in relationships that are painful. And, 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 and you are afraid of ending that relationship because you think it's going to be painful. As a result, there's more pain in staying. 
Sometimes when God opens your eyes to the circle of friends that you must change, rather suffer the pain of disconnecting. About what God is doing in your life. That's more painful. You see, when God is busy with you, part of it is separation. You see, when God wanted, when God said to Abraham, I'm going to make you great, he had to separate him at different levels. Was it when the plan to Abraham? Abraham. I think at least. But okay. I think bonus. And he had to suffer the pain. And that person turned against you. The very same person. Like, Lord, we have to is going to do great asami. He had to suffer that pain because he could not allow God to make him suffer the pain you disconnect. And many of us relationships friends, boyfriends, girlfriends. You are afraid of suffering the pain. You end at that relationship. But because you suffer the pain, you disconnect. You But we foster will, will even be more painful. But but job is not good for where you are going. It's not good for where you are going. I can tell you now. Mina can tell you. Many people, when they are in a wrong relationship, they know. Deep down in their hearts, they know. They know. And by vala. That's why little by Billy, when when God speaks, don't harden your heart. So Buna Makola is being. We born and to I went I go right. Ulo we beggars alone. And then one day, when it stings, you want to say, Where is God? The very same God who told you. And many of us, God challenges us to end certain relationships, but we don't want to. Because you think, ah, hey, okay, God, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I thank God every day when I wake up. And I look at my wife and the way that she's so much of a blessing. I'm thinking, yay! 
because my 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 wife I know her face. That's a First day when she arrives, she says, "Kukuin, kunge kostina, kunge kostaun system, kunge microphone, kunge komoto." It was raining and she had to step on stones just to get to the door. And she sat and the roof was leaking. Basi bambambeli umbrella inside. And she did not panic. I swear I saw I have a wife. Namhlanje, yonkele ndikhona abantu bafuna ukusho noma yini abafuna ukuyisho. Shut up your mouth. Where, where were you? Where were you? Where were you? When we had nothing, where were you? Where were you when when the only tithe that sustained us in this church it was her tithe? It was her tithe. Namhlanje ufika, you know, Jesus Jesus where, where, where were they when I was deep in Malawi somewhere in the Bundus and she was in the ground looking for a venue because knocking on doors and she's the one who found us that place them all and she's the one who paid the first rent so that we can get in there today you think hey, what are you talking about what are you talking about? That's why I always tell people, you touch my wife, you touch me. I don't, I don't care who you are, where you are coming from. You touch my wife, you touch me. You hate my wife, you hate me. Simple. You can't make funny comments about my wife. Because you were not there when she was the one who was paying rent when I was not working. And she was paying rent where we were staying. Where were you? Today, I, we are just since we are shut we, hey, Get out of here. Get out of here. As a matter of fact, that's why I didn't need you in my life. We, we are full of issues. We are full of issues. We are full of issues. Today, you want to comment about this? You know, I don't, I don't understand. But, but I know the pain that Jesus went through when he said a prophet is, without, is not without honor except in his own hometown. Because people that you know, sometimes in life, in your walk, in your pursuit of your purpose, you discover that people will hate you for no reason. But they find themselves hating you. That is part of the pain. I'm so much grateful that the things that sometimes I've gone through in life, they've caused me to make decisions that were drawing me closer towards the fulfillment of God's plan for my life. Greatness will attract pain. If you are not prepared to endure pain, forget about greatness. If you are not prepared to endure gossips, criticism, negativity, let me tell you, I'm not perfect. As a matter of fact, as I'm talking, probably you can find five things that you can criticize about me and I can give it to you. Because especially when you feel when you you are fine, you are perfect. When you are everything, you are doing everything 100% in your life. Go ahead. Put me on the wall. Write about me on Facebook. Send that WhatsApp. Comment. Do whatever. Hold meetings. Hold meetings about my name. It's okay. You are perfect. That's fine. But thank you for the pain. Because it is producing the power and the strength for me to persevere, to endure. Thank you for the pain. Thank you. 
re-evaluate some of the things and how I'm doing them. As a matter of fact, the more you gossip, the more determined I am. Just to prove you wrong. The more you criticize me, the more I am saying, let me refine certain things that I am doing. The more I want to be better. The more I want to connect with the right people who are going to equip me. I mean, somebody was telling me, oh, there was a meeting that was called where people were discussing the, our church logo to prove what in the symbols that are there. I'm like, people have airtime, people have data, people have the strength and the energy. People are, I mean, what, what, what I mean, where, where are. If that's why I'm so grateful for the pain. I'm grateful for the times when I cried and I couldn't understand what was going on. I'm grateful for the times when I did not understand why do people don't love me so much? Because I felt like, you know, they are supposed to treat me like this and they're supposed to, let me tell you, I till I accepted, nobody owes me anything. Nobody owes me anything. And if you want to be great in your life, accept. Nobody owes you anything. Nobody must come and explain themselves in your life. Nobody must accept you. Nobody must embrace you. Nobody must do favors for you. Nobody owes you anything. Just do what you need to do. What God has called you to do, just arise and begin to do it. Just focus on what God is continuing to whisper in your ear. Spend your time and energy working on your career, working on your business, working on your calling, working on your life, work on your marriage, work on it each and every day. Because that's the only thing that is going to strengthen you. That is the only thing that is going to encourage you. That is the only thing that is going to help you to draw strength. There is no place, Bazalwane. After I've done anything and everything that I am doing out there, there's no place I want to be at than my home to be with my wife and my family. Why? Because I know that is my place of refreshing. That is my place of encouragement. That is my place where, where I am recharged. On Monday, I came back from Deben, Basalwan. I was driving back because we had to buy another car here at church for Hillcrest. But I was freezing, driving, driving back, freezing for, for, for hundreds of kilometers, freezing. I arrived 5 past 12 at night. I was cold. And I phoned my wife on the way. And she waited for me. She did not sleep. She waited for me. Just so that when I come, she can just embrace me. And keep me warm. And keep me warm, Bazalon. And keep me warm. And keep me warm. Why? Because I am busy building. If it, it will take for me to drive a cold car for 600 kilometers, I'm going to do it. Why? Because I can endure pain. It's cold, but I'm going to drive it. It's uncomfortable, but I'm going to drive it. Why? I am busy building something for God. Great things are not built from a place of comfort, but they are built from a place of pain. The level of your greatness is directly proportional to your threshold of pain. How much pain can you take? How can you endure? Not some of us today, we are talking about greatness. But in Donyan and Nan, Donyan and Nan, 
You are depressed for six months. Small little thing. Yet you want to be great. Greatness will always attract pain. And God will disconnect you from people who will not help you with anything but connect you with people who will help you handle the pain. Because I lean down. Great people are made in places of pain. If you are a young person and a kaya kambi gahe, mtamba unaba zale, mtambe bakona and abanandaba now, and you are in pain each and every day, don't hate them. Don't even blame them. Don't even blame those uncles who don't want to do anything for you. But thank God for that time because it is building something on the inside of you. Because there are greater challenges that you are still going to face in this life. And this would have been your ground of being prepared. And you are becoming stronger because this pain is not to kill you. Because pain is not the sign of death. But pain is a sign of birth. God, in the book of Genesis, he decided after sin, he said to this woman, woman, to Eve, as from today, you will give birth in pain. In pain, you shall give birth. So in other words, God was simply becoming prophetic to all of us. That when you are feeling the pain, it must not be prophetic of death but it simply means there's something locked on the inside of you and there's only one thing that God is asking of you that at this time when you are experiencing pain push do something until something happens push because there is a baby that needs to come out of you in the physical something would be wrong but one thing I know is that when a woman is in labor, the midwives understand the pain that she's going through. You will never hear them say, They understand, they will hold your hand. But one thing they will keep on telling you, don't stop pushing. One thing they will keep on encouraging you to do is that if you stop pushing, what is on the inside of you might die. So for your sake and for what is inside of you, keep on pushing. They will keep on begging you, push. Don't stop, but push. We know it's painful, but push. We know it's not easy, but push. Because many of them, they've been through what you've been through. And they will be telling you, don't stop. We know, but keep on pushing. We know, but keep on pushing. As a matter of fact, for this level of pain to stop, you need to keep on pushing. You need to let the baby out. Because what is on the inside of you, this is what is bringing discomfort. And many of us are having great potentials on the inside of us. But we are too comfortable with places of comfort. 
we are too relaxed in that comfortable space where you, you are avoiding any element of pain anything that is putting pressure on you let me tell you great things are best in pressure when you are extremely under pressure that's where you need to be careful that's where you need to be more prayerful and discerning because those are critical moments where something big needs to come out of you The democracy of this nation was through pain of families that lost their fathers and they spent years in prison. That's pain. And that's why we are enjoying this democracy. Well, I'm not sure whether we are enjoying it or enjoying it or somewhere in between. But let me tell you this. When you are sensing the discomfort, it's not a sign that you are dying. It's a sign that God is pulling greatness out of you. The psalmist says, you have shown me great trouble, he says. But he says, you will increase my greatness. So that pain, Slobosam, is there to increase your greatness. That's why I'm saying sometimes the people who cause you pain, sometimes you need to just thank them. And just say, thank you for the pain, I'm growing. Thank you for the pain, I'm becoming more great. Thank you for the pain, I'm getting promoted. Because that promotion does not come from the east nor from the west, but it comes from God. You see, there are, the, the, another quotation that I read when I was preparing this message says, pain will never go away until you learn the lesson. So sometimes when we are in pain, that's the time to learn. That's the time to be vigilant. That's the time to look around. To say, what, what can I take out of this situation? I was telling them, Bazalwani, that if it were not for the pain of the gossips and the hate and all of the criticism in this town, I was not going to move. There was a time when I couldn't take it. I said to my wife, we need to move. Otherwise, someone will have a heart attack. And it, is, it was after we moved, dropping my kids to school, coming to the office. I used to drive from Pinoni 4 a.m. and a prayer at 5. I used to drive from Pinoni coming here. And one day, I sensed that whisper in my heart. I said to my wife, now that we are staying here, and our kids are going to school here. Let's start a campus. So the pain of moving to Pinoni gave birth to that campus. So if sometimes the pain is prophetic to say, but you are too comfortable. You are too comfortable where you are. So sometimes that's why I will never walk around hating people who are speaking ill of me, who are still speaking ill of me even today because I appreciate the pressure they are putting on me. When we were starting the Hillcrest campus, the level of pain that I went through. I will not go into details. The level of pain I went through. There was a time when I sent the elders a message. I said, you know what? We don't have to do this. Let's just, I'm just, let's, um, give me time to pray. But I'm sensing that we need to decide whether I 
until God gave me Isaiah 54. He said, enlarge your territory. He said, sing, oh you barren. Because many are your children. And I remember sending them that message. I said, we are continuing. It's painful. But this baby needs to come out. It's uncomfortable. But this baby needs to come out. Now, even now, Bazalwane, we have to wake up every Sunday. Fly to it's either me or my wife. Sometimes we have to leave days earlier. Sometimes I have to drive. On Friday, I had to drive. 600 kilometers. We are building. It's painful, but we are building. It's uncomfortable, but we are building. It's uncomfortable, but I had to also go there. After preaching, drive around, go to Chatsworth looking for a car that we can buy to help the guys to have transport. And when we find it, we have to drive it back. I know heat. It's uncomfortable. And I said to Tatin, drive I had to drive 600 kilometers. It's cold. It's in the evening. At some point, I take a coffee, I go get jacket, I fully suitcase, I fuck jacket. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. But we are building. We are building. We are building. We are building. Don't be afraid of pain. It's helping you give birth. It's empowering you to give birth to greater things. Let's stand on our feet. Greatness is not for sissies. It's not for crybabies. Paul says, great and effective door has been opened for me. But he says, yet there are many adversaries. So as you are praying to God for doors, know this, they will always come with adversaries. Hatred, animosity, criticizing. Sometimes your friends, family. Let's lift up our hands. Just ask God to give you strength this morning. I might not know the level of pain that you are going through at this moment. But God knows it. And all that I'm praying is that you may be strengthened. That you may be comforted. Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord. You said in your word. You are closer to those who are heartbroken, to those who are in pain, experiencing sorrow, adversity. I'm praying for them this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, that you may comfort them and increase their greatness. May you reveal to them the greater calling, the higher calling, May you reveal to them the bigger assignment in the name of Jesus. May you reveal to them, Lord. May you reveal to them in the name of Jesus Christ the purpose that you have in mind concerning their lives in the matchless name of Jesus. 
Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.